Hello, and welcome back to Be Your Own Healer. This is Jeanette Murray, and I am excited today because we're going to be talking about a topic I just love. The title is, There's Nothing New About New Age. Just the fact that you're here tells me you have a curious and open mind, and that in itself is one of your many gifts. You might hear me giggle through a little throughout this podcast because this topic of new age tickles me. It's so completely misnamed and I'm here to tell you why. Just want to let you know if you hear a cat meowing, it's not in your house. It's my cat. He loves when I do podcasts. So everything that people refer to as New Age is ancient. It's been around since the beginning of time. It simply amazes me that some people truly believe that New Age is tied to, well, the hippie era, to modern times, to pagan beliefs, and to the woo-woo stuff that good, healthy, normal, God-fearing people don't cotton to. Sorry if you're not familiar with that expression. How about they don't accept or want to believe? So what do we mean by new age? Is it new? No. (laughs) Many new age practices have been around for centuries, some even from the beginning of time. New age often refers to Practices of contacting the spirit world and accessing the spiritual dimension, such as when we consult with spirit guides. It may include channeling or crystal work, maybe tarot card readings, divination, crystal ball gazing, using the I Ching, astrology, and the various forms of spiritual healing. You know, these practices aren't new. Since ancient times, oracles predicted the future. The Bible is full of stories about prophets. These were people who were using their intuition. Other things attributed to New Age are related to self-improvement and developing a relationship with a higher power. You may want to call it God or Supreme Being or Creator through yoga, through meditation, things like mindfulness, reading New Age books, or creating a positive environment and communing with nature and nature spirits. You know, many New Age groups believe in alternative healing practices, such as holistic medicine, acupuncture, which has been around for centuries, chiropractic adjustment, that's a little bit newer, and eating natural foods. Also things like Reiki and magnified healing, using crystals in healing, taking herbs, and practices of vegetarianism and veganism. One might also consider colonic irrigations and chelation therapy as new age techniques. But also associated with the New Age movement are beliefs in reincarnation and astrology. 
Still, there's others who consider the New Age movement to be associated with paganism, clairvoyance, tarot, and magic. But is the title New Age really accurate? I don't think so. Many New Age concepts are rooted in ancient Eastern religions, notably Hinduism or Gnosticism and occultism. The New Age movement became more popularized by the 19th century metaphysical religions of New Thought, Spiritualism, and Theosophy. You know, the New Age philosophers believe that the fundamental nature of the world is spiritual rather than physical, and the idea that thoughts are things. Wow. When spiritualism came along, the concept expanded to things like life after death and mediums who went about contacting the spirit world. And this led to the practice of channeling, where one could actually contact non-human entities or disembodied spirits and even extraterrestrial beings with the aim of receiving guidance and spiritual truths or just finding out what Uncle Fred really thought of you in life. We can thank the Theosophists for introducing Asian religious concepts like karma and reincarnation. These taught us that we may live many lives, and these incarnations led us toward our spiritual growth and the evolution of our souls. And then there's crystal healing which is an alternative healing practice in which crystals and other gemstones are used to cure ailments and even protect against disease. People who follow this technique believe that crystals act as conduits for healing. They enable positive healing energy to flow into the body as negative disease-causing energy flows out. Now, medical science claims there's no basis for this. However, what about the relaxing effects of healing and the power of belief in the method? One might not attribute any particular power to the crystal itself or even the crystal user, but the placebo effect is undeniable and it has been proven scientifically. Ted Kapchuk, a professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School, said that his research on placebo suggests that its therapeutic actions are both genuine and robust, and that placebo-induced benefits should be promoted and not dismissed or written off. I personally like using crystals because I find them beautiful stones and energy enhancing, and they help direct and focus energy. They also make really nice jewelry. Do you remember the Shakespeare quote, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy? Doesn't that sum up what new age is all about? I just love it. Okay, so perhaps I'm preaching to the choir when I say this so-called New Age movement and practices are real and they can help us. They can move our energy along in ways that allow us to learn, 
to grow, to evolve. They can help heal us, enlighten us, and best of all, they're a lot of fun to use. In fact, in my work as a counselor, I often used essential oils and crystals, which had a calming effect, even if my clients didn't believe there was anything to them. Maybe they just wanted to humor me, I don't know, but they seemed to enjoy them. But I noticed their healing and calming effects, so it didn't matter if they believed in them or not. The energy was still at work, and it had beneficial effects. Years ago, one of my friends was into something called healing touch. And as much as my scientifically trained mind didn't want to acknowledge it, I could feel the energy move as she passed her hands above my body. Then later, I began using an instrument called Pyridime, which incidentally was invented by a friend in Asheville, North Carolina. This instrument balanced the energies of the chakras through sound vibrations and light, light that was tuned to each of the chakras. People would literally go out of their bodies on my table and wake up saying, what was that? Is it new age? Hardly. People have been using all the various forms of healing with energy and vibrations for a long, long time. It reminds me of this story about Jesus, who was walking along one day with a group of his followers, and a woman ran up to him seeking healing. Apparently, she'd been bleeding for a long time, I think years, in fact. And she wanted to touch the hem of his robe for in order to get some healing from him. And she did so and was healed. And Jesus felt it. And he turned, saying to the woman, Who touched me? Virtue has gone out of me. This translates today as, Energy has gone out of me. Because back then, there was no concept or word for energy. Today, Jesus might have said, Your belief in my ability to heal you not only drew energy from me, but raised your vibration high enough that your body's natural ability to heal itself kicked in, or something like that. For those of you who may be skeptical about this, let me share something about myself. I was probably the biggest skeptic of all, and there was a time when I thought all of this was hooey. It was simply imagination, or people trying to pose as having special powers or abilities. And even worse, they may, may have been fakes and phonies. Being trained as a psychologist, those kinds of things weren't exactly mainstream and were more often relegated to the category of pseudosciences, meaning they were fake. At best, they just relied on the person's imagination. And if they did produce results, that was imagined too, or it was psychosomatic. Ah, there was so much I had to learn, and so much to unlearn, too. Today, I use energy healing in all my work, and I'm so grateful for it. So let's look at why these so-called New Age woo-woo things work, and how they enable us to experience healing. Let me give you an illustration. 
A person goes to a psychic or intuitive. I use the words interchangeably. The person asks the intuitive counselor why they have such a great fear of heights and falling, such as when they were at a scenic lookout overlooking a canyon, and they couldn't let go of the railing because they truly feared they might fall. The intuitive tells the client that the fear came from infancy when the child rolled off the changing table and was injured from the fall. Immediately, the client bursts into tears and feels a rush of energy and then calms down and recovers, never to experience that fear of heights again. Was it a special power on the part of the intuitive? Was it the emotional release that freed the client from the fear? Was it a psychic shift that enabled a new and different mindset? Yes, it was all these things. And it all boils down to one simple thing, energy. The release of trapped emotional energy that enabled that individual to experience a different perspective to have more flow of positive energy to replace the old negative energy. Let's face it, folks. If we put ourselves under an electron microscope and magnified us down to the cellular level, there'd be nothing there but spinning electrons and protons and neutrons with a whole lot of space in between. We are energy beings. We are pure energy. And the great masters throughout history and the shamans knew this. And they knew how to work with energy. I know you're dying to ask this question. So I'll answer it for you. Yes, thoughts are energy. What? How is that possible? How could a thought be energy? The only way I can explain this is to give you an illustration. Suppose you hear about, <clears throat> hear about a new position opening up at work and it's exactly what you want. In fact, you know you're the best and most qualified person for it. And every time you think about it, you get tingles. You can feel the energy in your body and it's exhilarating and it makes you feel so happy. The day comes when the announcement is made about who will fill the position. You can hardly stand it. You're just about walking on air and someone else gets the job. Suddenly, it's like someone took a pin and popped your balloon. The wind is gone from your sail. Your mood plummets. You feel paralyzed, exhausted, and even a little sick to your stomach. In other words, your body's energy just took a nosedive, leaving you in a puddle of misery. Your thoughts are dark and negative, and you don't even want to get up and get out of bed the next day and go to work. The world didn't change. The air pressure didn't drop. Nothing changed except your thoughts. And look what a powerful impact they had. Now, I'm not saying this to make you feel bad that you had this downer experience. Your reaction was completely normal. Your thought energy took a hit and laid you flat because 
You are an energy being. We all are. This is why healers throughout the ages, and not only healers, but teachers, philosophers, shamans, priests, told people to think positively, to laugh, to raise their vibrations so that their bodies could heal. This so-called new age thinking has allowed us to tap into the age-old practices of healing that all have one thing in common. They all work with energy, plain and simple. There are so many healing modalities today, so many wonderful new techniques, and they work. Some have even been scientifically proven to work. Remember what we learned about the placebo effect? So the next time you go to your healthcare practitioner, try this. Tell them you want them to shift your energy from sickness to health and then run before they call the nearest mental health practitioner. <laughs> Seriously, though, we all have one thing in common, one thing that unites us. We are all energy beings. So I'd like to do a little visualization with you right now. I want you to get into a comfortable place and close your eyes. Imagine yourself sitting in a lotus posture or in a comfortable seated position. All your chakras are lit up and shining brightly. Starting at your pelvic area where you sit down, picture a brilliant red light. Now, move up to your sacral area around the lower abdomen and picture the most vivid orange color. Now move up to your solar plexus area and see a radiant glowing yellow like the sun. Now move up to your heart chakra and see such a vibrant color of green. Moving now to your throat area, see a heavenly blue color. And now move up to your third eye, the point between your eyebrows, and see a deep blue or indigo color. And finally, move up to the top of your head and see the most beautiful, radiant, red-violet color that shimmers and pulsates. Your chakras are all aligned, all balanced, and the energy flows through them freely, bringing you perfect peace, perfect harmony, perfect attunement, and perfect healing energy. Take a few moments to just bask in this energy pool and let it permeate every cell of your body.
All right, let's come back now. You did a great job. I think you get the idea that new age isn't about new things or new ideas or a new cult overtaking the world. No, it's about energy and healing and using the God-given gifts we all have and can partake in. So go for it. Get an astrology reading. Talk to a psychic. Have a Reiki session. Get yourself some crystals and have a blast. There's so much to discover. I'd like to close right now with a quote by an amazing man, Dr. Gabor Mate. It goes like this. We may not be responsible for the world that created our minds, but we can take responsibility for the mind with which we create our world. I just love that man. And so friend, thank you for spending this time with me. And I wish you all the best energy and love and light in your life. I hope to be with you again. So take care, God bless, and shine your light. Goodbye.